I'm still reeling from the news. MLB The Show. It's free for Xbox Game Pass users, but PlayStation players have to pay full price for it. And I don't really know what to do right now. I'm really sorry, man. You told me, you told me it was a good value, but <laughs> I didn't believe you. Yeah, well. That is weird news, though. That is very strange news. I think it's huge news. It's just bizarre because they made the game, like Sony Studios made the game. Yeah, you know, what I, is that? What is that all about? Do you, do you understand what, what that is? So from my understanding, this is, maybe I'm wrong. Don't, our fans don't send us a lot of hate mail. We don't have a Gmail address, so I don't know how you do it. But um, the PlayStation Studios developed the game. They've always developed the game. And the show was a PlayStation exclusive franchise. And then they got the exclusivity rights to the MLB. And they're only releasing baseball games on PlayStation, which is a little weird as well. And I think due to the nature of their deal, they said, okay, you cannot keep on just releasing games on one console. Like that's, you know, that's bad form. So they started having, like as of this year, they're releasing the game on Xbox uh, as well. And then I don't think Sony publishes the game on Xbox. I think they just develop the game and MLB Studios or whatever, or like whatever their equivalent game publisher is is publishing the game on xbox and as a result they made it i think xbox made a deal with that publishing group to release it on game pass as a total like fuck you to playstation mm -hmm. um very exciting stuff uh, to hear about if you don't care about baseball or baseball games but it is like really big it's like as if like you know if i don't know let's say like halo was released for playstation and then and, you know Sony was like, oh, yeah. by the way, it's free. Uh, yeah, on I mean, it's wild. It is wild. I mean, that was the confusing bit for me was if Sony's studios or Sony developers making the game. I guess, you know, for them, if the MLB comes to them and they're like, we're re renegotiating this licensing, um, we don't want it to be exclusive anymore. Yeah. If you're Sony, you're still going to make the game, I guess. Of course, because they're going to make money off of it, right? right? It's just like, I think the reason people react to it is less that Sony got owned and more that like Sony, I mean, PlayStation exclusive players are getting fucked over a bit, you know? Mm. And I think it yeah. is like a stunt. It's definitely a stunt by Microsoft. I doubt they'll do this for future MLB The Show games. I think it's just sort of like kind of like a, eh, eh, see? Uh, it's like really, it's like a big move. It's like a fuck you move. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're a fan, right? You like these games? They're really good. Like, I think of all the... I haven't... I stop... I don't play sports games every year. Like, not every year I'll pick, like, one sport. Like, I will randomly just get the itch to be like, oh, I really want to play a sports game because it's, like, one of those things you can play, like, a career mode and just have it on in the background while you, like, mm. listen to something else or whatever. Um, MLB is probably the most fun just because you can just cut out all the garbage and just, like, if you're a batter, you just like only play your at bats. You don't have to do all this like padded nonsense where you have to like watch all the games, and the games last like five minutes, like because if you're only doing your at bats, you know, and like oh really? Yeah. So if you're, you play defense, like you play defense too, but then like you can you only play the defensive at bats where you are in play. Like they're not gonna like make you sit and watch as like the ball flies in the other direction seven times in a row. Like they only make mm. you play the ones where it flies in your direction. So it's it's but a the... really good franchise. It plays really well. Um and it's sort of simulation like it's not arcade. No, yeah, it's very it's very simulation like. Um I'm not I've never played baseball so I can't really tell you for sure how accurate it is. But I like the sport. It's my second favorite sport. Um and it's way better than NBA and NHL and any other games I've played like that. So, um, mm. yeah, it's great. It's a great game. Um, it's probably the best sports franchise going. And, like, yeah, that's a, that's a major move, you know? It's 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 crazy. Um, I yeah. will not be buying an Xbox to play it because I was not going to buy it on PlayStation anyway. So you do not ah. win this week. Uh, but... Twist? 
It's still you yeah. It just, anyway? I'm just heartbroken as a you know I'm a I'm the Sony fan of the pod. True. And I have to you know eat <laughs> humble pie today. Stand before you, someone who has not probably ever watched the baseball game, because you can rub <laughs> it in my face <laughs> that that Microsoft is dominating. I immediately went from what the fuck is MLB to being like, well, MLB, amazing game, this <laughs> amazing game. Can't believe they've done that. Um, I Sony think would it's. Never. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's interesting. We've discussed this off off record previously, that you know this whole game pass thing, and often I've said it's the value, like it's a it literally monetary comparison and stuff. Yeah that's going to change things and you can see reports that have come out from developers who have been involved in it and they say more people are buying our games on all platforms when we go into game pass and blah, blah, blah. so all this positive data about it but i think one of the major things that you're seeing now that is demonstrated by by this kind of thing is the perception shift that's happening psychologically with with gamers um that happened with the sort of uh, film and media industry with like Netflix and stuff, which mm-hmm. is to say you've got a previous PlayStation exclusive that everyone expected to be full price um, anyway. You know, give or take the $10 increase or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Everyone expected that MLB to be full price on, on the PlayStation. But now that it exists on a street uh, subscription service for, mm-hmm. you know, then suddenly it fucks with your perception of value. Totally. Or and 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 then it's like, well, this actually isn't a deal at all. This is a kind of a ripoff. And I think this is that's that's why I think this is a an important kind of major move by by Microsoft because you won't get many examples like this. Um, that are so no, I mean, like the compared, closest. You know? Yeah, the closest thing I can think of is just like all the free to play games now. That are like adjacent to other, fr- like for example, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, mm. um, being free, but then like mm. they release Cold War or whatever. But then that component of Cold War is free. It's like it's, I think it is like really. You're right that it's messing with people's perception of what the value of a game is, and you know, because uh, then it, yeah, it just starts seeming like a lot of money when the alternative is just like, oh, I can just get it for free or get this element of it for free at least, and. And this is like a really, really, yeah, major version of that where, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess it, you can't really think of this stuff as free because uh, it's still no, whatever it's the, the price yeah. a month is. But um, it's more like it's a, it's a, something that's being added to a library, right? It's yeah. like um, a freebie in a way it's like if you're already subscribed to to the service then i mean for me i've got it for 12 months or something or at least like eight more months or something like that and it's like oh they've added something else for me to to try out you're gonna get really Uh, into baseball all of a sudden yeah exactly but um yeah i I kind of feel like i don't know how hyperbolic to be about this news because whether it is a splurge by by Microsoft, you know, it's whether it's kind of like a statement thing or whether it's a sign of things to come. Because um, if it is, if they've got those deep pockets and they kind of go after some third-party, major third-party stuff in the future, I don't know, man. I feel like it's Sony needs to figure something out. It's just um, weird, though, because it's like Xbox, the brand, like no offense to you and your uh, <laughs> religion, but... Um, it feels like it was kind of dying, and then now it's like, oh, but they're now they're all of a sudden they're investing in it again. It's really strange. I guess they're really investing in, you know, PC gaming ultimately, but um, like with well, all the game with the Bethesda stuff and this and that. But it's just like it feels like I don't know. It's very. I think I, the, it's very strange. There was a shift. Uh, the C current CEO of Microsoft, not remember his name, doesn't really matter, I guess. But Bill Gates. He, yeah, that's it. Um, Phil Phil Spencer, the CEO of of Xbox Division, um, he joined in what 2014 or something when it was uh, that kind of debacle about the always online and and and, and secondhand games and everything yeah. with the Xbox One. 
And I think the CEO at the time, um, there was a shift a few years later where uh, Microsoft as a company, I think, decided to go all in on, on Xbox. And I think that's when Game Pass started, like maybe three, four years ago, something like that. Um, and the acquisitions kind of started to ramp up. And you're starting to see uh, what their plan is, like their long-term game. Because they're still in the acquisition stage of, of Game Pass. Yeah. As in, they're taking losses on this to get subs. Oh, big time. Like, one pound subs? Like, come on. They just want you in. Yeah. And, they, and, and something like this. Another kind of uh, aspect of this that's interesting to me is that it's such a US-centric move. And mm-hmm. they lost America with the Xbox One. But re- America used to be their stronghold, like with, in the 360 days. Yeah. And if they think that's something that they can potentially claw back, I don't know. I don't know. It. I just like. I just don't. I just don't see it outselling PlayStation anywhere, really. Um, I think you might be. I think you might be right because momentum is so important right now. Uh, with ecosystems, yeah, like I mean, you can't get either of them really. Um, no, at all. Now. But demand-wise, yeah, the PlayStation Five is in like another stratosphere. It's um, wild. I mean, I was able to get one. You know, I think yeah. Sony sent one to me directly because of all the positive press I was sending their way. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I like as someone who who I hate to admit this, I did own a 360 and I played it quite a bit. Um, <laughs> And I love Halo. Once again, a shame to admit, but I, I wonder. It's just hard for me to imagine. Like last generation, I don't know anyone who had an Xbox One. Like I personally don't. I don't think it really ever existed. Um, but <laughs> it's true. I like. I don't know. I, like, and I especially don't know anyone that had both a PlayStation Four and an Xbox One. Um, I mean, because why? like, why would you own an Xbox One if you had a PlayStation Four, right? Um, uh-huh. There wasn't really any exclusives last generation for Xbox that made it seem worthwhile. I mean, I'm sure there were some good games, but like, felt like all their franchises had started to like die. And die. <laughs> yeah, like Halo Five Guardians or whatever. Doesn't seem like anyone really enjoyed that. And like, even no. the stuff like that they would play for nostalgia. It's like, oh, Master Chief Collection. Like that was a debacle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want. I, I I'm just like I'm interested in the state of the brand, like what it'll be like, and I wish I could fast forward in five years and just see what it looks like. I mean, I, yeah. I assume PlayStation's gonna outsell it this generation, no matter what they do, just because. Yeah, it'd be fascinating. Yeah, I just don't think it has like, you know, you live in UK, and I mean in Europe in general. I know, I know that you, you know, you left the European Union, but um, <laughs> it it just doesn't exist as like a. It's no, a thing, you know, like it's I mean, all yeah, PlayStation. The UK was also really, really big for 360 back. Oh in the yeah, day. yeah, that was. UK and uh, yeah, it, similar thing happened as in, in as in America. Just lost the mind share, as they say. As in, it lost the. It was no longer part of the conversation, and like, I mean, I, I see it when I just talk to my housemates who are just pretty general, casual players and stuff, and not. And I remember saying to them like, oh, "I got a Series X," and they're like, "Why? Why would you get that?" And it, it's kind of it's so pervasive in like the sort of um... boy, bruv, are you meant? <laughs> and but and so I, I can see all those points. I do think the PlayStation will outsell it. I think it's more kind of an existential thing for Sony. It's like, yeah. you know, the gravy train is going to be going for quite a while. Like the Bethesda the shit is going to be wild. Like I just want to yeah. see what happens. Like once Elder Scrolls Six comes out in like twenty twenty five or whatever it goes. In. On Game Pass, yeah, the thing. Sony have got this thing where it's like everyone's gonna think the next Naughty Dog game is worth what they're asking. There's a yeah. certain kind of prestige, premium sort of game that they're able to produce now, which I think is getting close to sort of Nintendo standards, where it's like, oh yeah, just pay for it because it's you're gonna get one of the best experiences you can get. You know, Microsoft have don't have anything remotely like that that's the one thing i don't have but i just think for for anything other than the proper premium stuff i think sony is going to start it's going to start getting a bit funny where it's like they're asking for 70 dollars for outriders when outriders is on game pass 
that's kind of like a a sort of B-tier third-party game. Yeah. But if they start adding up, it's just going to start looking strange, I think. And um, Well, you say that, but I just received news that on PlayStation Now this month, they're releasing uh, Avengers Borderlands 3 and The Long Dark. So, <laughs> you know. All games I own other than the last one. This is PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now. I don't, speaking of things that I know, nobody I know has, PlayStation Now. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Shots fired. Yeah. That is that is quite uh, the like. Remember this service? I don't. Can I be honest? You know I'm a mm-hmm. diehard PlayStation fan. I bleed PlayStation blue. Bleed blue. Which I believe is the color of the X. Uh, on the D-pad, I mean, on, on the buttons, um, that color. I don't know what PlayStation Now is. I think it's like it's like streaming, right? It's like a streaming. You can download now, though, right? I think it used to be just streaming. I think, right? Yeah, it's a bit of a hybrid service, and I think it's one of its problems. Actually, is that it doesn't really have a clear identity. And um, they bought Gaikai in like 2013, which was this cloud streaming service technology. They bought the company and. And eventually, like, it merged into it became PS Now, and initially you had to, you I think you had to do like it was one off payments per game, and no one was using it, and they were like, oh, "Fuck, okay, subscription service where you just get the whole library." Yeah. And the PlayStation there's like a PS3 library on there that you can stream only, and PS2 classics on there, and then the PS4 stuff. Some of it can be downloaded depending on the agreement that they've made with the developer, but it's just never felt like they've given a shit about it. It's always felt like it's there because someone had this big idea like five years ago about cloud gaming, and then they did it, and then they just moved on to bigger and better things. I've not heard of anyone using it. Like I don't, I don't like. This is all just me saying. Like I don't know anyone who voted for like i i don't want to sound like pretentious like i don't know anyone who uses it but like i don't like i i don't i've never heard it come up irl you know versus like playstation plus which i think like most people i know that have a playstation have even though they don't necessarily need it for like the online games that most people play nowadays which are all free but um at least like that's like a really cheap you know it's like a no-brainer it's like oh it's like whatever four dollars a month or whatever it ends up being for a few free games and like some of the, I think they've been like pretty decent. Like I feel like sometimes yeah. they like like they they slip a couple months in a row, and people are like, "What the fuck?" And then like they're like, "Oh, but now you get control." For I feel like they do that on purpose. Like yeah, they kind of you're just so close to unsubbing, and yeah. then they'll drop like a really good month or something. And I think with PS Now, I mean that stuff is just it's fine, but you've probably played it already. Yeah, it's just not good. It's kind of like it feels a bit like a graveyard. When you go in there, because I I use like a free trial, I don't have an Ethernet port, so I, I you know cloud gaming to me is pointless because on Wi-Fi it's shit. But um, yeah, so that doesn't work for me. And also streaming PS3 games, I mean PS3 games natively are fucking a mess. So to stream them, I think yeah. I tried Red Dead, and um, fucker now, that was grim. Because the, the original was played like shit. So, like, to have it coming over, like, 720p video, it's just not what people want, you know? No. But this, you know, this seems like a response to me. This seems like a reaction of some kind. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sad about the state of PlayStation now, so I decided to... Not PlayStation now, PlayStation currently. Um, and go. <laughs> I decided to go back in time. I dusted off my PS2. And, you know, I fired up one of the true classics. One of the games that I, I believe people are still playing in huge droves. I don't think it's ever been bigger than it is now. Uh, Guitar Hero 2 I've been playing <laughs> yeah. a lot. Um, Good game. I don't know if you know this. I'm, you know, globally ranked pretty high in Guitar Hero. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm very good at What, this. really? I'm very good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> like I would 100% almost every song on Expert. I was very good. Oh um, wow! Back in the day. Oh my god! Now I dusted it off, 
you know, the old SG controller barely works. The whammy bar was held together with the rubber band to give it some resistance. Um, I was still good at it, though. Like, I was still pretty good. I was playing everything on Expert, no problem. I was still getting, like, 95% on every song. You don't lose it. It's like riding a bike, you know. <laughs> and uh, that game is so fucking good. I love that game. Mm. Um, and I just wanted to just briefly gush about it a bit. I played that game in the first one obsessively um, when they came out. Uh, I know it was a bit of a novelty when it first came out. Then it became like this massive thing. It was like the first game to gross a billion dollars. I think Guitar Hero 3 was. But that's when I kind of fell off of it a bit. Um, was, I mean, like, uh, Red Octane developed it. Uh, Red Octane and Harmonics. I mean, sorry. Red Octane did the uh, uh, hardware, I believe. And and, oh. um, and Harmonics developed the game. And then, obviously, when Activision... What was it? Activision got Neversoft, I think, to make yeah. the third game. Yeah. And like that was when it like really blew up, but it kind of sucked. Like it just like mm. it didn't feel as tight. It felt it was like they made the timing window way more generous. Um it felt very like fan made to me. Um so I never like and then I picked up Rock Band, but I think Rock Band just felt like way more of a party game to me. Um mm. I did I mean the both the Rock Band game like the first two Rock Band games are really good and um Beatles Rock Band is excellent. Um, that game was fantastic. Um, uh, if people still wow. like the Beatles, uh, but Guitar Hero Two was like the sweet spot for me. Where like even at that time, there were still most of the songs. I think like ninety percent of the songs in the game are covers of the songs. Oh yeah, because they couldn't know. get the masters. Yeah. So you got like a guy doing it, like the worst Kurt Cobain you've ever heard, just like <laughs> singing Heart Shape Box. Like she's got me in my heart shape. It's like so fucking weird. Is your but favorite version now? It's my favorite version. I think it's way better than anything. That guy could not play guitar. So um, they actually even add a guitar solo to the song that is not. It sounds so bad. Like, like they actually, did you like the Smells Like Teen Spirit where they, they play the vocal line on guitar? It's like, meow, 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 meow. It's so fucking bad. But there's something charming about it. And like the mm. difficulty is really well balanced and it was really challenging. I want um, to play it now. It's so fucking fun, and like that was the the second one was the first one that added the co op where like one person plays the bass and one person plays guitar, and like it was just incredible. Like what a, what an incredible game, and like I think there was something lost when it started being like an iTunes service for these games, where it's like oh you can download over a thousand songs, and mm. then it became more like karaoke than like a competitive rhythm game, which I think is really what it was in the beginning. It was just like people comparing scores online, and then right. Rock Band was like a a little more like the Rock Band hardware. The guitar was awful, and um, the drums were pretty good. But um, it just seemed like a lot more casual, and like to their benefit. I mean, like that was its own thing. But um, yeah, I think that was like the peak of it for me. And then they did like an '80s like DLC kind of glorified DLC version that was also really fun. Like I love that game. It probably is the game that I'm the best at of like any of those semi-competitive games. Um, I mean, I'm not so, that good anymore, but... Um, just two? Two especially. The first and second yeah. one, like, were the ones. Like, I was good at the third one, but I just, like, at, at that point, I'm just, like, I didn't... I, didn't, I stopped uh, mm. caring as much, and I decided to pick up a real guitar, you know? <laughs> I remember them. I had two for Christmas. I mean, yeah, it was super, super fun. It's funny, because um, three always felt do you know the first thing I remember? My first impression of three was it looked weird. I think they it changed really like the, they changed the size of the of the the you know the what would you call them like the symbols on the guitar fret that would come down. They're like smaller or something, and they're like it's that kind of thing where visibility and the sort of visual design of a rhythm game is really important. And it felt like in that one, I was just like, eh? when I was a kid. Um, and I, the story of harmonics makes me sad because it's really sad. they've got this new thing out. Have you seen it? Yes. What is that called? F fusion? Fuser? Fuser. Fuser. Something Fuser. like that. Fuser. And it's like, when are they going to have a hit? I know. Um, I kind of want to play it, but it just like, it does not, I don't know. 
Yeah, and great yeah, developer. Yeah, interesting. Like, it's really good. I mean, that is rhythm games. They they understand that shit. Like, and um, you know, all the best to them with Fuser. I'm trying to look. I'm looking at what they did. <laughs> Just like silence. <laughs> the most back end. All the best. I'm looking at the last few, like their last ten years, and like before Fuser. Okay, the Rock Band Four came out in 2015. I think that was like way past like uh, the heydays. Uh, the heydays, like that was like ten, five years after Rock Band Three. They're like one more time, and everyone's like, no. <laughs> Because I think that was like it was oh, for the cool. that was for PS4 and Xbox One. I think people were like, "I'm not buying another set of instruments." Yeah, they were like new generation. Yeah, no thunks. This ain't your daddy's rock band. Um, Amplitude was all right. Amplitude was. I mean, they brought it back, right? Like mm. um, in 2016, it, and then <laughs> this is the, this is what they did. Uh, well, 2014, Fantasia Music Evolved it was a connect. Uh, oh, boy, Disney music game uh rock band vr in 2017 something called drop mix for ios 2019 they developed their killer app twitch sings a free-to-play karaoke video game published by uh, live you know, streaming uh, service twitch i mean i've seen let me sing use that quite a few <laughs> times that's kind of like a i don't know if that's a popular anymore but it, back in 2019 that was like a meme Back in <laughs> the, in the old days, yeah. Um, I mean, you think it would like have was, gosh, like how many? Like there did so many. There's so many. I, I would love to just go through the. I mean, another time, next episode, I'll I'll bring up the list of every band that had their own rock band or guitar hero game because it's way fucking funnier than you might think. Oh yeah, let's do it. Green Day, Air, Air, Green Day, Beatles, Aerosmith, Metallica. <laughs> there's a lot of them. <laughs> Green Day rock band. Oh my god! It was like first the Beatles, next year Green Day <laughs> did not hit the same way. It's like one year they bring out like Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr at E3, and then the next year it's like Billy Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, do you know anything about Fuser at all? It's like a mix and DJ thing. Do you yeah, DJ it's like a mix. Yeah, it's kind of like oh God. I never played DJ Hero, but apparently that was pretty cool. But um, it seems like that. Um, it feels like less like a game and more like a tool. I've heard it's like mm. pretty fun, mm. but um, I mean, I'll play it once it drops to like ten dollars. I'm just like, I'm not gonna pay. You know, yeah, apparently, like the single right player now. game is like the single player uh, campaign or whatever is not much, but uh, mm. I'll try it. I'll try it eventually. I'll I'll report back to you. Cool. Yeah. Well, but what have what have you been playing? I mean, like I've just been you know rocking out. And I, I heard you're doing pretty, playing some badass games as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I played loads of shit. Like, how long has it been since the last podcast? It was been like two or three weeks or something like that. Yeah, three. Probably. I went through, went through that phase where it's like I'm just picking all kinds up, playing it for like an hour or something, and you're like, eh, that's not what I want. Um, yeah, I've been doing that a lot too, and waiting for just something to click. And then I eventually got on to... I've been looking at A Hat in Time for a while, uh, which is the kickstarted platform, 3D platform game sort of cartoon. I think it released like three years ago, something like that. Um, it was in development for like six years or something. Yeah. And it tries to kind of echo, I'd say... The Dolphin? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'd say a kind of Dreamcast early ps2 vibe and i'm not a huge fan of kind of sort of contrived callbacks aesthetically in like indie games i kind of find it really cringe to be honest (laughs) but this is more of all indie games (laughs) yeah basically but this is a you know this is one this nostalgia hits for me a lot stronger than a metroidvania you know uh that, that comes out like a dime a dozen. You don't really get that many of these kind of uh, 3D indie platform games. And the Dreamcast is a super special console to me. I really loved it. Uh, I had one when it came out. So I picked it up. I like broke down. I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to try and try it out and see what it's like. And um, I'm just having some water. And you, and, and you like it? Yeah, I do. It's It's pretty good. 
Um, is this the first think, one you're playing? Or and there's only one, right? There's only DLC one yeah. or something. It had a, it's had a couple of DLC episodes that have just been added um, to consoles, and they were released two years ago on PC, I think. So it's taken them a while to get them on on console. So I'm playing it on Xbox. Um, so this is, let me just kind of quickly describe what it is. It's it's a Mario clone. It's a Mario Sunshine sixty four clone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll go into this kind of three D level, and you'll go back and you'll sort of return to the level over and over again, and get a different star. Basically, it's like a time uh, key or something like that. But it's a star. So you'll go in, there'll be like all of these different missions. One of them might be uh, defeat these mafia people. And then another one might be get to the top of the tower, you know, and all that stuff. And then maybe maybe it's raining on one level and it's not raining on another one or something. But it's the same map. Um, The best thing about the game, though, is the mechanics. It just feels really good to play. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly, like... I think it. I think they're really hard to make platform games. I think there's a the reason why there that must kind be. Of, yeah, that Renaissance never really took off with three D platformers in the same way it did with with two D ones. I mean, we're talking space. about like how <laughs> last time we talked, I think it was like how Mario sixty four was still the best controlling three mm, D platformer, yeah. <laughs> and it came out like thirty years ago. So like, yeah, yeah, I, I, this it's by far the best thing about it. I mean, it's there's a pretty huge lack of polish. Um, but you know that goes for most stuff that isn't Mario. Yeah, I mean, you know, compared to something like Ukulele, I don't know if you ever played that. Um, no, that was I was interested in playing that, but then like, yeah, it just seemed a little floaty to me. This is leagues better than that. Like leagues oh. better. Yeah. Um. So mechanically, you play as this little girl, and she's got a hat. The first hat you have is like a top I'm hat. In. You equip it, and it lets you see. It kind of points you in the direction of where your goal is, and then you'll unlock more hats. So, for example, you might get a hat that allows you to run fast, a hat that allows you to like throw explosives, and you'll see, you know, sh- shiny objects dotted around the level. And you can't interact with them until you get the explosive hat, and then you can blow them all up and get secrets and shit and that kind yeah. of thing. Um, and you can dive jump midair and sort of slide on the floor. They're the two kind of most mechanically outward sort of references to Mario. There isn't a triple jump and there isn't a backward flip. And I kind of feel like, listen, they don't have to do that. I'm just like, oh, if they just added a couple more things mm-hmm. mechanically to what she could do, it'd be like really up there for me. But it's just a little bit limited um, compared to Mario. Because what you can do just feels so good to do. So I'm being really impressed with it. That's amazing. I mean, like I, I that has made me more just to play a indie platformer than anything I've ever heard. Because mm. I just I desperately want to find another 3D platformer that I I really like. Because I love Mario. 3D yeah. platformers and like, every, like ninety percent of indie platformers or ninety five probably are are 2D. Um, mm-hmm. and I assume that th- that's because 3D platformers are hard to make, and, like, everything I've kind of played around with seems a little too floaty for me. Like, it feels more like Crash Bandicoot than Mario, um, and... Yeah. Yeah, that's just not it for me. So, like, I, if you're saying it, it handles really tight, I mean, that's enough to get me to check it out, so I'll, I'll definitely do it. Oh, cool, yeah, I'd be interested in seeing when you come back and be like, that was shit. <laughs> that was the shit... <laughs> It's the um, stupidest hat I've ever seen in my fucking. Now I'm feeling. Now I'm like, is it any good? Is it actually good? What, what <laughs> if he hates it? What What if it's really bad? Um, Wait, because uh, you know, Maddie. I think I think some of the level design. I mean, it even has those. Um, you, you'll find these kind of little secrets in the world, and they'll take you to. Do you remember those levels in Sunshine where it was like rotating multicolored blocks? Mm, and, yeah. You know, it's a copy of that. They they do their own version. And towards the end of the game, it gets pretty complex. Um, and, you know, a platformer lives or dies by how good it feels. If it feels good, I'm willing to put up with anything. Because so few of them yeah. feel good. They don't. And, like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to shit on everyone's, like, nostalgic faves. But everything fucking plays, like, tie the Tasmanian tiger. Or, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> like, know. <laughs> like, I know. It's not a really... 
as a genre, like I've been going through stuff, uh, emulating wise, and there's not that many good ones. If I like, yeah, yeah. that's the thing. If I if I thought about like my favorite three D platformers of all time, I think like the top, like I don't even like Mario Sunshine that much, and I think that'll be like number it's up there. four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it could be in the top five. <laughs> like I I like Crash too, and that's like, but like that barely feels like it. I don't know, fits the bill, but like uh, it's not it's not the same thing, man. No, it's not because. But, it's super it's so... lucky's tales obviously number one uh, i kind of played that as well i kind of <laughs> like that you know? uh snake pass <laughs> I... that's not a platformer to me I, I never played it i just was trying to think of the dumbest thing some people say it is but you can't jump um yeah the thing with crush i, I actually i bought crush 4 um on sale and I refunded it like an hour later. I heard amazing things. I just like I, I. I was super intrigued by that difficulty reputation it started to get, where people were like, "This is the Dark Souls of platformers. It's so fucking hard." Like they yeah. get angry at the game because they can't get all the crates. And I was like, oh, "Maybe this is what I need in my life. Maybe I need a it really not, hard." It was just frustrating problem. for you. It, not so much a difficulty. I just don't really enjoy that kind of um, fixed camera. 3D platformer. Like, the whole reason I like Mario is because I can move the camera and just explore a level. Yeah. Crash isn't that. It's more like a a gauntlet design. Yeah, it's closer to, like, a runner than a... (laughs) Right. Yeah, and I I do like... I really loved Crash 2 when I was a kid. Um, I was trying to... actually was trying to dabble in uh, the HD collection because it's free for PlayStation 5 users. Um, And, like, Mm. it's fun. I just, like... I just find it a little, like... It feels like imprecise. Like it feels it's like more like fun. a like a it feels like more like a rhythm game or something. Like it's like weird. It's like there's it doesn't like I don't even want to hate on it. I just think it's like not what I want. I think what I want is more just like the stuff that like the shitty games that I'm thinking about tried to do. Hmm. I just it's, it's <laughs> Yeah. God I'm, I'm Legend pretty... of the Go- the what? <laughs> what was it? Legend Gobbos? of the Gobbos. <laughs> I'm close to trying that again. On, Gex. On my, uh, Enter the gecko. Loved it. Loved uh, it. Cow the kangaroo. Yeah, played them all, man. I did not play oh. Cow the kangaroo or Gex. That was Dreamcast, wasn't it? The coyote. Coyote. Uh, okay. Tied the Tasmanian... Uh, <laughs> was it? Tiger? <laughs> the Tasmanian that tiger. always sucked. That's That always sucked. Sly but, Cooper, I guess. Kind of, I don't know. That's all right, yeah. Those it's just okay. like yeah, it's not. This, it's just so crazy how much better Mario is than all these. Games. I know, it's crazy. I, know. I mean, like even like Don, like the rare ones. I'm like, I know people love oh, Banjo, don't, but don't man. I know we don't have to get they into suck. controversy, but yeah. they fucking suck. I like them I'm for sorry. what they are, but they're not really good platformers. They're just kind of like collectathons. The fucking yeah, the fucking boring. Yeah, they are. They're babe. They are fucking baby games, man. <laughs> they're hard though like Donkey Kong 64 is hard as hell um, oh yeah I mean I've not played that because it's hard I, to emulate that I remember now. liking Conquer oh but... that's a, uh, it plays awfully though nah, I haven't it's played just it yeah see I've been going kind of going, pick, going through them a little bit in the past few months and um, the entire rare collection other than you know Goldeneye or whatever is on Game Pass Yeah. and every time I try one I'd just be like Oh, like what? <laughs> what is this one? Goldeneye does not hold up. Like I was playing, like I played it like a year ago with my friends, and like this is we're gonna get so much hate mail. But like I played it with two of my friends, um, pre-COVID, and like in their basement, we're just like, oh yeah, let's like nostalgia. And, like we were playing Mario Kart. We're like that was fun. We were playing. We had an N sixty four. Like Mario Kart, fun. Smash Brothers, <laughs> fun. And then we played Goldeneye. It's like oh yeah, like let's do like whatever remote mines and rocket and i was just like oh my god this fucking sucks this fucking sucks it's so bad meanwhile like games that came out like three years later like halo or whatever just like hold up so well um, that's mad that's it's just crazy. the second stick you know but um i also just hate that fucking googly eye shit i googly don't eye? get it you know in banjo and stuff oh yeah i, I mean that's what all those 2d platformers look like all the ones i just mentioned Ugh. they all look like that but there's something about the way they did Kyle it. The kangaroo. Just, it's not as bad. Spyro. Though. Like, 
you know, ukulele, it's like, hello, I'm a talking book with googly eyes. And it's like, well, the only people playing this game are like 35. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I kind of liked about Conquer, I guess, at the time. It was like, it was, you know, it was pretty edgy. <laughs> um, you just, you would think there would be better platformer. Like, you think there'd be like one person ripped off Mario. Because even shit like, I don't know. I'll find myself Googling every couple of years after I play Mario game. I'll be like, Oh, I want more. Um, so what is the best? Out, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I'll be like, what is the best 3d platformer of like this generation? It's like, uh, uh Ratchet and Clank. And I'm like, that's not a fucking platformer, man. No, like, it's, it's not. not it's not. <laughs> that's not what I'm asking for. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, a hat in time. It rarely does get close. Okay. Like, you know, don't expect too much from, <laughs> It's not that long. You can feel the budget all over the show. Uh, yeah. And the lack of polish, but just that kind of moment-to-moment stuff. Um, it's the closest I've, I've experienced to Mario. So so what that team, what's that team called? Uh, um, Gears for Breakfast. Or... Oh, no, sure. <laughs> okay, now I'm not fucking playing. <laughs> Gears for, Gears for, Gears for Breakfast. breakfast um, nice one. That was a good game. Googling Gears for Breakfast uh, next game. Well then, and good luck for the future. All right. Okay. What else have you played? <laughs> Give me one more. Oh, uh, oh shit. You're um, playing some retro emulator shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can talk about that a bit. So you can you can play and sort of everything up to PS2. Actually, I think everything up to Wii on your Series X. You need to buy a developer's license on your Microsoft account and then you can download an app on the Series X and it basically toggles the console into dev mode. Oh shit. Um which is all kind of above board, like official and stuff. And then you can get a RetroArch um app for the console through your browser if you've got a Windows PC. Anyway, there's guides that you can sort of follow to do it. Um and that RetroArch is basically a container for a ton of different emulators. It just contains them all into one app with like universal settings and stuff like that. And then you can literally just play fucking PS1 games off a USB stick in your Series wow. X. Yeah, it's pretty easy to set up. PS2 stuff does not officially have um, a release yet, but they've announced that they're working on it. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was fun for like 15 minutes and then I realised that like all the games are just shit, aren't they? So, <laughs> Where's the XP bars? That's what I was thinking. It's like, when am I going to level what, up? Yeah, why can't I buy a, you know, a deck of cards or whatever? <laughs> I mean, to level up? there's a couple of things that I've not touched on like in all these years that I've not sort of... Exp- there's a couple of like Japanese Dreamcast games like Napple Tail. You know, that's a small library. So it's like I've pretty much played everything I want to play. PS1 was a fucking rude awakening, man. Jesus, like, it's just, it's the lack. Those games look bad. I actually don't mind how they look. It's just the lack of dual stick controls for cameras. It's just the cameras, man, like anything 3D. See, Metal Gear Solid had a fixed camera. That was the best decision they ever made. They did not even try to, like, give you camera controls to, like, you know, navigate a 3d space they just did the foyer and i think those you know resident evil metal gear solid they've aged the best for that reason yeah um is there anything that has stood out i don't know uh i yeah i I mean like i admit i think my playstation nostalgia even though i had a ps1 like starts with the ps2 mostly Like, like i don't know why i was just like i was so obsessed with the n64 uh, during that generation. Um, I mean, like, not just in general, just, like, you know, the the really, really good games I would play over and over again. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like, I... Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, there's, there's a lot... A lot of those games don't hold up. And I, I'm not, I love, you know, retro gaming. It's great. I think it can get glorified a bit in terms of just, like, you know, a lot of genres, I think, developed for the better over time. Um, yeah. especially like shooters as we were mentioning with GoldenEye like uh, a lot of action games and things like that I mean then again like a lot of genres that we used to get back then we don't get anymore we don't get anymore as much as I like was making fun of all those 
3D platformers. I think it would be nice if we had more stuff like that uh, getting released. But um, most of all, they they just don't have NFTs. So I don't. I mean, I just don't fucking care. Uh, there's a you know there's a lot. I think the the interest and emotionally to go back to the interest and kind of culturally, you know, as a cultural artifact or whatever. And and it's kind of I kind of view it in the way that like if I was ever to get back into like Tarkovsky films, I'd need to just watch them for like a few weeks, and then I'd be like, oh god, this is fucking thrilling! Did you yeah. see that thing move? You have to, yeah, yeah. But until you you have to recondition yourself yeah, you almost. So yeah, and um, I'm not. I don't have the patience to do that really. You but, know, what I, uh, you know, what I realized you know a few weeks ago. I think a lot of my gaming, like pre, like pre, thirteen years old, a lot of it was handheld. Like a lot of it was Game Boy. Mm. See, I that's aged well. I think. I and I, yeah, that's exactly. I think a lot of those games because they were like forced into either two D sprites or whatever, or even like really, like there. I was. I remember when I first got my Game Boy Advance. I didn't get a Game Boy Advance for a while. I don't know why, but um, I got an SP. Um, pretty soon after, like within a year of it coming out, and um, I, I just remember this. There was this James Bond Everything or Nothing Game Boy Advance version <laughs> that I really liked, mm. and like NHL hits, um, hockey game, uh, and I, I really want to go back and play those games. Like I, I should, like I was at my parents' house recently. I should have gone back and gathered them all, and like even like Game Gear games, I think look pretty good. Um. Uh, but mm. I was gonna ask: Have you heard of the this analog pocket thing that has been like being pre-ordered for like three years now and just like has not come out yet? Keeps on getting delayed. I saw uh, COVID. Yeah, I saw a thread about it. Looks it. so cool. Yeah, it does. I think um, there's one thing that I consider get like I don't think it's worth buying older Game Boys and stuff. Um, no, because of the lack of uh, backlight, unless you get like a modded one or something. Yeah. Um, the Game Boy Light. I I was looking at that the other week. I just had this thing was fuck. I should should never have sold my Game Boy Light, which was this Japanese model with a backlight. Yeah, but um, they are appealing. It's just it's emulated though, isn't it? And yeah. I know that you're not a huge emulator person. I just I'm never convinced by. I like the hardware. The hardware of this new thing. No, I'm just saying. Like I just like I like the hardware oh, okay. of. Uh... Right. Of like yeah, the old stuff. Like, but I, I know what you mean. Like, I'm I'm never yeah. You're right. I do think the hardware looks nice for the analog thing. And um, what's the name of it for everyone again? Including the analog pocket, and it's not like it's not an emulator. It's like it actually just plays the games. Like you physically put the games into it. Um, oh. Um, no, but yeah, it, it actually like you physically <laughs> oh, I put want the one games. Now. Yeah, it's really oh, cool. Fuck, I know. Look it up right now. Um, they sell out within this seconds. Looks sick. Fucking hell. It looks sick. I mean, <laughs> it looks like a mock up. You know, those, you remember those like, mock ups are like PS3s? Like, no, that's never going to look like that. This thing's, that's why I'm like concerned about like, how come it hasn't come out yet? Or are they just selling like uh, vaporware uh, concept art? <laughs> yeah. You get like a 3D printing of like a, you know, <laughs> like a wax NFC. figure. Yeah, you get an NFT. <laughs> um, it looks really cool. Um, I like that it actually plays the physical games because I have so many. I think I've kept like ninety percent of my mobile. I mean, my uh, handheld games compared to like oh, my that's game. Cool. I went to look at my GameCube collection yesterday, and it was. Uh, I think I had five games. I had Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Well, kind of um, well. Not started well. Uh, <laughs> those <laughs> games are good. Um, not that right. Yeah. I mean, they're better than Shadow of War or whatever. Um, <laughs> And uh, no. and then I had Metroid Prime, and I had I don't even have Resident Evil Four anymore because I sold it so I can buy the Wii edition, and I regret oh. it. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't. I I, I did, but I have like a whole box of not box, but like a whole collection of Game Boy Advance, Game Boy, Game Gear games that i never sold because i think i went to eb games and they were offering me like 30 cents for them i was like no i must hold on to this m&m game that i bought at the m&m store in las vegas <laughs> when i was eight years old yeah i mean at the tiny as well aren't they? you can just put them in like a tupperware box or something like that yeah uh, 
The only thing I like, say about this, sorry, yeah. go on. No, no, I was, I was just gonna say I'm, I will pre-order that pocket analog pocket thing if if I can, if it ends up being good. If it ends up, yeah, because I just think if this is their first thing, maybe it's not. I don't know. It doesn't look like it is, but they just need to nail that D part because fucking even Nintendo can't do it anymore. Their D parts are shit now. If they can get that D part right, I'm in. Yeah, they've released like so. I think stuff that plays, um, like Nintendo games and Sega Genesis games and stuff like that. I think those have been well received. So, um, okay, we'll see. So, uh, good luck to Analog. Uh, all the best with the uh, <laughs> production of the Analog Pocket. A lot of well wishes today. Um, <laughs> um, is that it then? Are we good? Are we? Uh... I no, I, I think there's one bit of news. Um, that I wanted to talk about that I, I know it's close to both of our hearts. Um, and I know I started off the, um, the podcast with bad news as a PlayStation gamer. And I, I, I don't want to end it with bad news. Um, but they, uh, they released the, uh, running time for the, uh, new mortal Kombat oh, no. movie. <laughs> and just take a guess, just take a guess how long it is. It's on the two hours, isn't it? I mean, ideally, I would hope it was four or five, maybe even six. With an don't even start, man. Don't even. But don't even. It's an hour. It's an hour and fifty minutes, and I think that includes credits. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about? Uh... <laughs> There's this tweet. Oh my! Yeah. That is one of the maddest tweets I've seen in a while. <laughs> it's really funny. Like everything that the Snyder cuts has spawned is 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 uh, is just demonic. Isn't it? The the tweet is this. This is actually frustrating. Mortal Kombat movie not given time to flesh out the characters. Uh, flesh out the characters is hurting me in the feels. This isn't two monsters fighting each other. The characters in Mortal Kombat do fucking matter. Um, uh, this is unhinged. This tweet. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing I'm gonna say. This is gonna be my hottest take of the year. Maybe not. Maybe everyone agrees with me, or I think you, you probably agree with me. The game, the movie looks fucking good. I know. It, <laughs> it looks fucking good. It does. Um, Just from a aesthetic standpoint. Yeah. Not script, obviously not the script. And a lot of these, you know, these fighting game adaptations. It's like they're not gonna fucking cover twelve characters. You know, they'll just pick three, and then everyone else yeah. will just be fighting. Like, what are they on about? And also. They wrote the film to be this long. I know. Fucking. What's that? It's not like it's Here's the thing. Fun. I don't know who Simon uh, McCoy, the director, is. What's all? I think it's his first major film. Uh, all the best. All the best to him. I think it looks good. I hope it's good. It looks fun. Um, video game movies are usually pretty great, so I assume this will just add to the, the canon of <laughs> great. We should definitely do a review cast. Oh, spoiler we're, cast. We're doing it for sure. It comes out this <laughs> month. Oh yes. It comes out in a couple weeks, so you know Hype. we'll we'll do a a live watch. We'll do a live <laughs> commentary, and then we'll do a post <laughs> analysis um, to celebrate the masterpiece. Um, here's the other question. Okay, I don't want to talk. I mean, you know, video game movie history has been well established. Um, are you looking forward to any of the other adaptations? Of video games that are coming out, um, including uh, the Resident Evil, the Resident Evil movie, and of course, um, the movie we're all looking forward to, the new Uncharted film, starring Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Um, <gasps> you hyped for that one? I mean, that's got bomb written all over it, hasn't it? <laughs> it really does. Like, everyone's distancing themselves from it now. Or at least <laughs> he is. He was like, you see what he said about it or something? Who said it? He's like, I, he said... In an interview for Cherry, Tom Holland, is that his name? Oh, Tom yeah. yeah. He was like, maybe I kind of uh, went a bit too far on Uncharted. <laughs> Tried to look yeah, too, he's like, I was too uh, he's like, I was too serious. Yeah. I mean, that's going to suck, obviously. I think, what was the other one? Um, I, I think they're making a Resident Evil movie too, right? Oh, I'm I'm interested in seeing uh, Leon. If he's, if is he's it? Hot. Aren't they making a mini series? I mean, a series and a movie? Or are they just making a series? I think the series is um, CG. Um, I could be wrong. Don't don't at me. Don't at me. I could be wrong. The movie uh-oh. is definitely live action, though. 
the movie okay the movie is live action it looks like it's being shot pretty close to where i live um well so i should probably try to crash the set if it's still filming but uh um, i mean it's got potential on it i don't know I, am i am i just looking on it from a gamey perspective i feel like it's got not this movie i just mean an adaptation of resident evil is it not not got i potential? think so I mean, like, I they're just, just like, I mean, they're just ship. essentially, like, they're basically just pulpy, like, they do the thing where it's, like, Japan kind of mocking slash homaging, like, homaging yeah. uh, American action movies. Uh, and, and you won't get that filter, which is crucial part of the appeal, I guess, yeah. with the games, but I just think the cast it is, be fun. Is, is fun. That's a fun yeah. cast. So I'm interested in Leon and if he's hot, the actor. Oh, he'll be hot. He needs I'm just looking at this picture thing. of Tom Holland as, as Nathan Drake, and I just cannot. I, I it makes me so fucking upset. I don't know why. It's not like the franchise means anything to me emotionally. It just looks so fucking embarrassing. He looks like it's a so kid, awful. like doing. He looks like he's doing cosplay. He's like he's like. What's the word? Small, smolder, smoldering. Smoldering. Yeah. Oh boy! Just wait until you hear him talk. No offense. I no love offense, Tom. Thank God Wahlberg is there to provide a calming presence as the uh, a better playing a seventy year old man. <laughs> Sully. Oh my! I mean, that whole franchise of just fucking Indiana Jones ripoff. How's it going to be? Like, what is it going to do? I don't... Hopefully, it's as good as that Tomb Raider reboot that came out two years ago. <laughs> I mean, you've Jeez. got National Treasure, which is amazing, obviously, <laughs> but this feels like a run this... below that. This looks like yeah. This looks like Jerry Bruckheimer. Like, <laughs> it should like should have his name on it somewhere. <laughs> like this, the picture looks like it's like from the set of like Survivor or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. I'm happy to do it. We can definitely watch that and review that one. It's not coming That'll out till next fun. year. Oh, because it's like Ruben Fleischer, movie. director of Venom, is directing it. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry, can we talk about one more thing? There's a movie coming out called Venom Let There Be Carnage this year. I know. I know. I can't believe it's called that. And it's like directed a, by uh, Andy Serkis? Yeah. yeah what the mad. fuck is like it I just know. that just sounds like a series of words that like I would put together in a dream. Like <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's kind of a high gun, isn't he? He did that Mowgli film which <laughs> yeah. rotted, rotted the way for a few years. Mowgli Legend of the Jungle. Yeah, something like that. I mean, oh he seems God. like a nice guy. I like him. Oh. I actually think he's a great actor too. Like, yeah, um, yeah. But, but uh, this seems like this just seems like a paycheck, doesn't it? That it name does. is fucking crazy. Let there be just, carnage. Yeah. Well, hopefully he gets that's to direct the second poster. Uncharted. I hope he gets to direct the second Uncharted movie. Um, mm. What I I just hope they stay honorable to the uh, the lore of Uncharted. Well, uh, yeah. Which is, I think, just the vaguely attractive guy tucking in his shirt to one side. Um, Half tuck. Half tuck. Half tuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll we'll come back with the uh, Mortal Kombat live reaction pod uh, later this month, so you have that to look look forward to. Best of luck to us. Not until uh, then, though. Not not we're not doing it until then. Oh, I mean, Fucking... no, we'll do another one. We'll do an we'll do a hype pod yeah, before the. Yeah. Not even enough. <laughs> yeah, we'll do we'll do a pre-game pod as well. Yeah, yeah. we'll do predictions. Um, yeah, we'll make a bingo card. But anyway, all, all right, right, Dan. Talk to you later, Maddie. Bye, bye. Well, Mr. Burns had done it. The power plant had won it. With Roger Clemens clucking all the while. Mike Sosha's tragic illness made us smile While Wade Boggs lay unconscious on the barroom tile We're talking softball From Maine to San Diego Talking softball Manningly and Canseco Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw Steve Sachs and his running with the law We're talking Homer Ozzy and the Straw Talking softball from Maine to San Diego, talking softball.
Mattingly and Canseco, Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw, Steve Sachs and his running with the law. We're talking Homer, Ozzy and the Straw.